Knights HQ, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. Highly skilled labour hire and real world training for engineers, trades and construction. G'day and welcome to Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights, brought to you by our friends at Maxwell Recruitment and Training, providing skilled labour hire that makes the nation. We're excited. There's a lot happening within the walls of the Newcastle Knights and Knights HQ is the only place to find out. Thursday night footy. Four games in 19 days, we're back at home, and what a way to do it up against our arch rivals, the Manly Warringah Sea Eagles. We just love to hate them. 25 years ago since 97 Grand Final, where we beat them and brought the first premiership back to the Hunter. The Malcolm Reilly Cup is played for each year when these two teams meet for the first time, the Knights and Manly. That's important silverware for the Newcastle Knights. We won the Alan McMahon Shield last, uh, in this month against the West Tigers. Next week is the Alex McKinnon Cup, and we want all three of those to be back in the home of the Newcastle Knights. So much to play for. There's tributes, there's celebrations, and most importantly, back here in front of our crowd after two tough games on the road. The only way to find out what's happening in the Newcastle Knights is to listen to the Knights HQ, and we've got very special guests coming up. The GM of footy, a Hall of Famer, Danny Baderas, joins us, and the injured hooker and co-skipper of our club, Jaden Braley, pops in to tell us how he's going, whether he's working on those biceps, whether they're growing, whether he's strong, ready to get back in the colours of the red and blue later in the year. All that and much more. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Let's let it rip. This year, we're all in. Hearts full, stadium pumping. Our rebel spirit on show. Take your seat and become a Knights member at knightshub.com slash membership. Welcome back, Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Let me tell you a little bit about Maxwell Recruitment and Training. They're the heavy industry specialists. They provide labour hire for this region's best manufacturing, mining services, engineering trades and construction work sites, All stuff that my two guests wouldn't have an absolute clue of any of it. To be honest, we probably should send them to Maxwell Recruitment and Training. And I welcome in our guests. One's in rehab, and it's only for an injury, thank goodness. And the other one, well, he runs the show here at the Newcastle Knights. I'll start with our GM of footy, Danny Baderas. Welcome. Frank, how are you? I'm well. Quiet time, just sitting around doing nothing, no doubt. Yeah, it's been uh, an interesting start to the year. It's uh, it's been a really good one. I think it's been a... a pass at the moment. We uh, we go into round five and uh, really excited to, to come home against Manly and big game this one and um, you know three from five. That's a that's a that's a good start for us if we were to get that win. And um, but we're it's, it's it's a tough one leading into Easter down at um, down at the Dragons next week down at Wollongong and um, you know the games are coming thick and fast. But we get a bit of a break after this one. There has been a, a lot of games in quick succession and uh, looking forward to having a little bit of a freshen up going into next week at Easter. Mentioned there before, four games in 19 days. Pe- people just see games roll around, but that's a really tight turnaround. And as the GM of footy, that takes a lot of management. It does. Yeah, a lot of planning. And, you know, we, we sort of did a hit and run mission out to Bathurst. And, um, you know, there's a couple of hairy moments there where the plane was delayed for an hour. So all these different things that go wrong. But at the same time, it's, um, as you said, the fans just see the 80 minutes on the field. But there's a lot that goes into it. And the preparation and uh, the organisation, logistics. Uh, yeah, it's, it's pretty hectic this time of year. When some people in our club sit still, they get very nervous. And when some go up and down on a plane, they're not real good. We've got a couple of poor travellers. Can we mention a couple? Well, I, I did. The coach, I, he was talking about um, 
I'm not going up no bloody goddamn kite. And I said, what are you talking about? So anyway, they had to change the plane for the cage, so we had to charter a flight. So we got one, um, but he's more worried about it. I think Clem, Clem uh, he's yeah. someone that doesn't fly that well. Willie Peters, he, he, he's not great. Yeah, we, I love Willie. He's got so many little things. I just I'll just sit back and watch, and yeah, he's, he's great entertainment when you watch him uh, in a plane, that's for sure. I know Willie listens to Knights HQ. Willie, I do apologise. <laughs> I often get sit, sat next to him because we're in, I don't know how it works, to maybe a height. They're the same sort of height. And, and I did laugh uh, in a recent flight and he was genuinely – he was scripping that hard. He left some um, some fingerprints in there. So, Willie, I know you listen. I'm sorry, mate. I, I do apologise for taking light of your travel. He, uh, you know, he doesn't enjoy it at all. Another bloke who does enjoy flying and enjoys uh, training hard at the moment because he's going into the House of Pain quite often is our, our co-captain, our hooker, Jaden Braley. Welcome. Frank, thanks, mate. Good to be. Are you nervous? Am I nervous? Yeah. Why would I be nervous? Well, you're in pretty big company with Danny Baderas next year. That's true. That's true. I'm a little bit nervous, but uh, no, it's good to be. You know why you should be nervous? Because Lil, your your beautiful partner, she's brilliant at the podcast and I'm sure she will critique this. Would that be fair? Yeah, she was a bit filthy actually. She wasn't coming <laughs> on here today, so a little bit of fun. I'm sure she'll be listening. Yeah. Hello, Lil. We love you. We can't wait to have you back very shortly. Hey, um, gee, there's some nicknames getting around at the moment. Brails, there's pipes, there's biceps, there's shoulders. Is that, that all about yeah. all your hard work in the gym? I'm loving every minute of it too. <laughs> I'm uh, I'm uh, giving my singlet every day to Lil to wash at home and I'm wearing it again the next day. So um, I've got no shirts at the moment. I'm doing a lot of upper body weights. Um, definitely doing, I'm doing a little bit of Achilles work, but more upper body weights at the moment. But um, no, it's been good. Been uh, obviously in rehab and... 11 weeks down and, um, yeah, it's been really good so far. Just before we leave that, singlets have now become optional. You're just parading around. Beds, you were there the other day. He, he just creeps down the hallway of, of the Centre of Excellence. Oh, sorry, I should put a shirt on. Yeah, I am worried when he turns a different way to go through doors at the moment. So we, we talk about that. But I'm also worried about when he starts running and the, the chafe under the arms. I said, just be careful. We make sure we, we um, put a bit of ass there for that so he doesn't get the chafe because he's looking very good. He looks Mate. very... Eastern European at the moment, like yeah. a, a big uh, strong man, oh, strong oh, man Braley. Yeah. Yes, uh, a Romanian yeah, maybe, <laughs> big strong pride. deadlift champ. Lithuanian, yeah. something. Yeah. Some yeah. pride and joy at the moment. So What, the um, arms? The arms, yeah. Uh, Harry Harris, our weights coach, is calling me a, a gymnast at the moment. So <laughs> one of those, one of those yes. guys at the rings at oh, the Olympics. Yeah, one of those guys. Very good. I hope you don't do Rick Disneck and slam into the vaulting horse. <laughs> 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 we do meander on this podcast. We go wherever we like. L- let's go back to the rehab. It, it's It's a... It's a really tough time when you're in that house of pain, and I'm sure there's the ski ergs and the and the grinders and things are uh, your worst enemy at the moment. Yeah, for sure, doing plenty of that. Obviously, the ski erg, uh, the bike, um, just trying to keep that fitness going. Just trying to uh, maintain that fitness because you know I'm, I'm returning to play. You know, last time when I was out injured, I wasn't returning to play. I was returning to a preseason, so um, I've got to keep in good nick and. Um, keep positive because, you know, it's not too far around the corner. There's a bit of that to go with it as well, Beds, fellow hookers, and I always wanted to hang out with a couple of hookers. That's fantastic <laughs> for me. I, I'm excited by that. Uh, do you, how much do you help him out knowing where he's going and, and some of the mental demons that, that crawl into, you know, returning to play? Yeah, I'm constantly checking in on Brails. Like, I, not only is he um, someone I know is going through a bit of a period, but he's seen the team. Once they start playing, I think when the, the team's not playing and they're leading into the – their first game, you can you can see it sort of takes a different effect on on the current players that are injured, going through rehab, and especially Bras with a long term. Or he's it's an unfair one, that's for sure. He's he's gone through this before with um with his um, a long term injury as well with his knee with the ACL. So he's been there before. But 
One thing I know about Brails, whenever you walk in there on a Monday after a game, he's 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 there training. He's there training, ready to go. He's um he'll come in and talk about the game and talk about how good it was or what other things he can do to critique or more than importantly, what he can do to help. And that's a clubman and that's why he's a, a co captain of the club because he's he's there training, doing everything he can to, to get back on the field for the boys and um, you know, we can't wait to see him back out there. How, how hard is it, Ross, to just give us an insight and share some of those conversations and how much you'd lean on someone like Bedsy to help? Yeah, for sure, especially I know he's been through some setbacks himself with injury in, in his playing days and, yeah, it's bloody hard. Um, you know, a lot of guys just think it's a, just a game of footy, but it's not. It's it's a lot more than that. It's my livelihood. It's, um, you know, it means so much to me and, um, you know, I just I sort of, I don't know, I think it's been a lot harder because it's my second long-term one. Yep. You know, the with the ACL, um, you know, I was able to – it was my first major setback and I was able to wipe that. And This one's just been a bit of a tougher pill to swallow. I'm, it, I'm not yeah. too sure why. And it's hard – the hardest part is just seeing the boys. I remember the other week I was in there lifting and seeing the boys leave to get on the bus yep. to go. You know, yeah. And I was in there training by myself. Like, that's just little things that um, sort of stick with me, but – um, I remember speaking to James Tahuna, our wrestle coach, and mm. something he he's told me how um, he had something like thirteen or fourteen surgeries in across five years, and he was saying uh, he always thought that you know he may not be physically capable at the time, but mentally the steeliness that he gained from that, mm. he came back mentally stronger in the end, and that's what I'm. I was really sort of sat really well with me and um, been thinking about that a lot. He, he might not have thought much at the time, but it stuck with me a lot as well. And I'm just hoping that, uh, you know, I'll come back, coming out the other side, um, you know, my strongest I've ever been. Speaking of James Dooner, we're lucky to have him with our club. He's actively involved there. He's had 13, 14 surgery because he was mad enough to hop in the UFC ring and, and boxing. Like that's, that's proper crazy. Yeah. He's such a good addition, great addition to the, to our club. And, um, you know, just exactly what that, that story there we told Riles is he's someone that's um, been through all sorts of things in life and, and in the ring and he's disciplined to never have a fight outside the ring. He's had many a fight in the ring but never had a fight outside and, and that's one thing you can see straight away is respect that he gets with the players. So he's um, he's someone that does a lot of fitness with the players. He's someone that mentally gets them, gets them fit as well. So... Um, I'm pretty sure he's he's always looking to test himself, and he's doing uh, free diving at the moment, which he's talking about that the other day. It's just how far he can go down with one breath, and he just thinks that's the where he wants to train himself to fight or flight. And you got to stay calm, you're under pressure, and you know he's just someone that can you know all the players love to, to talk to, and because he's been there, he's, he's been through those those times where it's a flight, a fight or a flight. We do share something in common, James and I, then. I, too, haven't ever had a fight outside the ring because I run as far as I can, as fast as I can. So I, I, I thought we were connected, James yeah, and I. I've seen you throw a couple of slaps uh, <laughs> at the taxi ranks a couple of times. Yeah. <laughs> I've been slapped a few times. <laughs> I still get slapped at home, but it's all fun. It's all part of it. My six-year-old's currently beating me, which is always nice. Hey, speaking of uh, James Dooner, we're going to hit him up. We'll, we'll get him on the uh, Knights HQ at some yeah, stage. Sure. That would be uh, wonderful to get some insight. And goes into the proper area of pain our, our combat area which is always difficult hey speaking of Brails's uh, recovery check out level up in the near future our man jay here who pulls this together as well is getting some great behind the scenes of you going into that house of pain you did a bit of interesting stuff this week is uh 
Now, what's it like having a camera with you while you're going through that? <laughs> no, a, bit, a little bit more pressure. Got to uh, get my, my techie right and all that, but I made sure the singlet was on as well. So, <laughs> good yeah, that, that was there. Um, but no, it was good. I got some, um, did some new things this week actually, and Joe was there to to film a lot of that um, of my first time doing it. So, um, yeah, it'd be a good watch. It's just, sorry for you jumping in. Um, yeah, good. Um, the physios. Like, talk about the physios. Like, there's someone in, in your club that runs such a hard part of it that's the heartbeat of the club nearly with, with the physios. And how does that all go on Brails? And, um, you know, because there's someone that sees you go emo- get emotional, you go through all sorts of the ups and downs, and you need a really good team there. Yeah, for sure. And um, we've got a lot of new medical staff yeah. this year. It's... Um, so it's probably taken a little bit of time, not only to get used to the current status of, of who's injured and who's not, but who we are as people. I think that's probably been a big one for them. And, um, you know, in rehab, you really, I feel like you really get to know who the players are um, because you ride that roller coaster so hard. And, and I've been riding that roller coaster pretty <laughs> yeah. hard in the last few weeks. So, um, yeah, it's really important. Um, you work with them side by side every day, you know, whether you're the good or the bad, whether you do something really well or, struggle with something and you go a step back. So, yeah, it's, it's really important. Uh, I mean, I'm really lucky that I've got some good uh, medical staff that's looking Edric, after me. Edric's one that everyone looks for for that inspiration, don't they? What yeah. he's been through. Yeah, he's, mate, thinking of Edric puts it into perspective as well. Mm. What I'm going through, he went through it for a long time and um, had a lot of uncertainty, but no matter what, he's in there bubbly, full of positive energy and, and gets everyone going. So, um, good to take a leaf out of his book. Big feature last time on the Knights HQ. You're actually coming in after Bradman almost on this. So if you are interested in some background on Edric Lee, check out last time he was on with uh, Matty Croker, who unfortunately has had a broken jaw since our last uh, podcast. So our shout-out to Matty. He'd be sitting home eating some mushed-up potato or some soup or something. Have you ever had a broken jaw, either of you two? Yeah. You have, Brails? Yeah, I broke mine in um, 2017. It was shocking. Was it? I did. Yeah, both sides broke it. Um, Wow. Yeah, it wasn't good wasn't good I, i've i actually I gave, I gave him a blender croaks did you yeah i gave, got him a blender oh and, that's um, nice yeah i got him just because i know i know how i live th- through my blender did you yeah for, that, for six weeks i didn't eat solid food for four or five weeks it's true so how'd you break it uh i got bumpers straight in the jaw bumpers yeah. just just making a tackle yeah just right. got elbows in the bad in the wrong spot and yeah, roller coaster. <laughs> yeah, we could nearly just do a full podcast on Brails' injuries. <laughs> What's your worst injury, Beth? Ooh, um, I don't, I, my injuries always sort of happen at the back end of the year. Like I, I could get my cleanups done and different things post season. So my last, my last couple were, were my back. You know what? I, I, I hurt my back for the first time yesterday. I watched you do it. Yeah, when we were in the gym together. Yeah. Yesterday morning. Yeah, and I've, I've been really conscious of it. So I've been a little bit down on myself yeah. uh, the last twenty four hours. But I, it's, yeah, my back. The, the, my back. I had two back operations in my last year of footy in twenty thirteen. Did you? Yeah, disc. The disc popped out, and then they had the sciatic sciatic nerve, and then had and then it rehabbed it, and then it popped out the other side. So. Get, get time a, to retire. Get Time's around him, Brails. Can we get around him? We'll get, yeah. we'll get there. Yep. Hey, actually, I want to ask about people with good energy. I seen Clem dancing in the gym the other day. He's attacking his rehab well. Yeah, he's been on there. He's good energy to have around. He's, on, he's not in there for too long, which is good. Yeah. Um, but it's good for me to have him there. Yeah. He, was, he was in the hurt lock with me yesterday on the bike, and he was he was uh, riding me home the last five minutes when I was hurting. Mate, I'm hearing he's good on the bike. There's a little bit of maybe... Um, Injurane or something in him, something quite good. Yeah, good on the bike? He's a freak on the bike. I think he's got a bike at home. Is he? I think he's always had one and yeah. he's pretty diligent, Clem. With eight kids, I'd be going out the back <laughs> of the bike as well. I mean, he's got four, hasn't he? He's got four. No, he's a great dad. 
He's, he's a lot. Hey, Beds, your toe was bad. You had a bad oh, toe. Oh, yeah, that was bad. Toe, yeah. A toe rico. Yeah, toe reconstruction. Right. That was good. I, I, mean, I, had, I had to needle that for 12 weeks to play. So, so let's just and then it perished. Walk through that. What is a needle in the toe? So you just, they just pull your big toe up and straight up underneath it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. You just, and then they go through the bottom, through the side, through the top. And then put your boots on and run out and play. Oh, and, then I'd, and then I'd go home. I'd nearly cry. And then... Um, Sit in the bath for about an hour and a half. Just sit in the bath and just sort of just go, what? Because all it does is numb the pain. The pain's always going to still be there. So, yeah, that wasn't good, Frank. How good was, memories. Good how, memories. How was the walk during the night to the bathroom? That would have been. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> well throw in Achilles tendonitis and the toe. Oh, mate. Oh, was, yeah, yeah. No wonder you walk with both ne- legs. <laughs> <laughs> Anyone who's seen Denny Vadaris walk would see it looks like he just got off a horse. So. <laughs> That, right. How's the body these days, Beds? Okay, good. Other yeah, I'm good. Yeah. Um, my uh, my head's a bit scrambled day to day in this job. <laughs> that's for sure. <laughs> Other than that, uh, no, nah, everything's fine, mate. I'm, I'm enjoying getting uh, my range of movement as a, as I get older. I've, we've got our little group, our Wolf Pack. We're um, they're up at the, the top end at the moment. The Marquis Foundation. All my, my uh, I can't go on that one, obviously with work, but uh, they're all up there. Um, Doing a 600 kilometre bike ride, different things at, at the moment. They're walking. That's a huge trek they're doing. So, um, hooray to the boys up there. They'd be listening in too on this walk. So, to everyone who's up there, we'll do a particular oh, shout it's, out. It's obviously, for the Mark Hughes Foundation, so Mark, Chief, um, Kurt, Jared O'Dowie, Steve Crow. There's, there's heaps of money. Billy. Billy Peden, there's yeah. about 30 odd. So, yeah, they'll be up there. I know Crow, he, he didn't train for it at oh. all. And I've got a photo through of just busted up his arm. Um, with a bike, so he's uh, he's in all sorts of crow. He looked dishevelled before you left Crowy. Now I'm sure you're looking, <laughs> yeah, really. So to our old boys that are part of the Mark Hughes Foundation doing wonderful things to find a cure for brain cancer, our thoughts are out to you. Later in the year we'll do the Mark Hughes Foundation beanie round. So each year when the Knights take on Manly for the first time, they pay for the Malcolm Really Cup. Beds, I want to ask you to go back to those days when we were both there and Malcolm arrived and his impact, his presence, like, the change that come about this club because when he got here it was it, it was in need of some change and he brought it pretty quickly yeah i was a kid i was playing sg ball and um i remember getting a, a letter a letter from the club and it was from mal really and it was a long letter speaking about um standards um it was talking to um all things expectations everything that the club needed to, to reset and he just bought that air of all right, we're going to do this. You know, it's a win, win at all costs sort of mentality. We're going to train. We're going to do all these things that are going to make us the best club um, in the country. And he, and I love how he wanted to aspire to be the best club in the world. You know, the best rugby league club in the world because that's all he's ever known. And he's had an amazing career down at Manly. And he brought a lot of things here. And he's a very tough man, Mel. And he had a lot of tough players here at Newcastle, um, led, led by Chief. And so it just sort of fitted, fitted well. And but to think that I got a letter from Mal really and I'm a kid, mm. just outlining exactly the expectations from him. Um, it's still till today. I go, wow, that's you know, should we do that to our kids? Which they get a lot of that anyway. They get a lot from top to bottom. And, you know, our coach is always accessible, but it just meant a lot um, to me as a, a young player coming through. And, and you know, they're, they're the things we try to want to implement back here at Newcastle at the moment. My letter was different. <laughs> yeah, it said uh, clean out your locker. <laughs> You're no longer needed. No, it was it was a wonderful time. And uh, oh, the other thing that I really recall with Malcolm, did you train at the at the uh, race course at all? Yeah, that's where exactly. Yeah, the, the so, running. Well, just you know, you go to the, you go to Broadmeadow Racetrack there, yep. beautiful big track here. That's where we did we trained. So we'd start 
Robbie O would start about 300 metres behind you and he had it like handicapped and you'd run round to the goal, round to the uh, um, winning post. And Robbie had come from behind you, so he had it all set to where your times were. But that's where we did our fitness, on the race course. I, I didn't mind that because I, I grew up at Tari. Um, I, I grew up on the 1,400-metre shoot at Tari uh, Bushland Track. Did you? Yeah, the racetrack. So I used to run and run and run and run and run around that. Oh. I actually loved golf. I used to get a golf club and um, just hit a golf ball all around it. That was my way of getting a little bit of fitness. Well, it stopped me from punting. That's how much I disliked it. <laughs> I hate Brails. And then we'd finish and he'd do 500 abs, like five lots of 100. Paul Marquette, great peppy, who we've, we've based a few things on this year, he'd do 500. And Maddie had to say to him, hey, mate, is there any chance you could just do about 80 a few times? No way, no way. Yeah. So do the running, then do the abs in the enclosure there. What it gave us, Brails, was, and what gave the whole club was, Mel watched everyone, every step of the way, and if you failed, you failed on don't come, just don't bother. But it was something that straight away set standards. And, and I feel there's some of that this year for the Newcastle Knights. There's some self-policing, some self-standard setting and, and some you know team-first expectations that are there now. Yeah, for sure. We've made that pretty clear from the start and... We're lucky to have Paul Marquette to come and speak to us, actually, um, to begin the pre-season. And he spoke about um, all about that hard work, um, how he wasn't the most talented or he wasn't the biggest, but, geez, he worked hard. And, um, you know, that, that's what we want to be and strive for as a team. We, we work really hard. And um, part of those standards, if you get them right every day, it's going to shape your culture, who you are as a team. And if you get your culture right, then it's going to give you every chance to – be there at the end in October. So, yeah, plays a plays a massive part. Speaking of not the biggest, the fastest or the most talented, Stevie Crow had a great year in 97. Crow was one of the great characters, a lot of fun in 97. That's what I also clearly remember. He, he made a, um, uh, a decision that he wanted to take the coach on a few times. Beds, can you talk to him about... Well, there's, there's a couple of different things Crow wanted to beat Mal at because Mal wanted to challenge everyone. So Crowey um, took on the brave... Um, sport of boxing and said, right, I will challenge you, Mal, to a fight. So they they prepared like it was a, a world title fight. Obviously, Crowey did a lot more training than Mal because Mal's used to throwing them. So, so Crowey did a little like – they trained for it, seriously. Um, and then Matty Johns was his trainer um, and promoter, don't forget. So the promoter they had a they had a big press conference beforehand and uh, it's all on vision if anyone wants to get it. We've got to dig it up and get it We've got to find there. it. We'll and, do that. Um, anyway, so we had our – yeah, you know, we're all standing around this ring, and in comes Crowy. He was led into the ring by Maddie. You know, Maddie's just <laughs> pumping up. Everyone had Bill, the music on. Bill Morty like, and, and it was a Crusher Crow. Was that his? Yes, yes, yeah. Steve the Crusher Crow. And then he's still called that today, Crush. And um, so then Mal just sort of slided into the ring, and obviously no, no fanfare. And the next thing, it is on. On. And NBN, on. NBN cameras are the ones who've caught it. Yep. So they were there just doing a nice little news piece. Yep. And then it went for about 40 seconds, but you'd see where it was about to go because Crowey got one on Mal, right? And I reckon Mal was just about to get the knee ready. He was about to get the elbow ready, <laughs> the head ready because he was just about to explode. <laughs> so we had to stop. I think Big Chief jumped in. We went, whoa, 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 whoa. Yeah. enough, enough. I think we've got a winner and just put both their hands up like that. So wow. 
But it was uh, it was about to go a little bit over the top. So let's just apply that to this day and age now. We'll, <laughs> we'll, we'll just get David Clemmer to prepare to fight Adam. How oh. would that go, Brails, do you think? Oh, jeez, I'm saying a prayer for Adam, I reckon. Yeah. <laughs> and you know what? He'd probably back himself the same as Malcolm would have. So let's – we won't do that. The coach is a bit of a fighter, though. He oh, talks, yeah. He talks it up. No, he, <laughs> <laughs> he listens, Sorry, Adam. That was, that was your little hooker there just saying a bit there. So, Ben's, what else – do you do, well, what are the standouts for you from from that '97 victory 25 years ago? Oh, the, just the effect it had on the town and the community. That, that that's the biggest thing. And I think you play for more. You got to play for more. You just can't play for yourself. That's the game's too hard just to play for yourself. Some people play for different reasons, but at the end of the day, if you've got a, a, a team that's charging on the back of the community, and you know, you look at our our fans that turn up here, and they're just they're just ready to cheer. They're ready to go. They're ready to cheer something. And so if we can get consistent. It's going to happen again, and it will happen that the team and the town will they just get on so well. And everyone knows if Newcastle's win footy games, the, the town's going really well. So, I, on the back of '97, like I said, all I wanted to do was go. Ah, how can I do? And that's there's, there's long hours that that Brails is putting in now by himself. Like that, you do. You have to do these extras. You have to do these different things and sacrifice and have a little bit of discipline to to relive those moments. So it is. It's a big box ticker that I, I got to, to play in one in '01, but. There was a lot of hard work that went into that 01 uh, victory because just on the back of 97 because you just want to, to fill, fill that moment again. It's a throwback Thursday game, Thursday night game. Last time we played home, round two against the West Tigers, where we won the Alan McMahon Shield. So it's very similar here. We're playing for another piece of silverware. 23,000 turned up. Congratulations to everyone who was there. We donated 116,000 to the flood appeal, the Red Cross flood appeal, which is really timely again now. So if we put all this into context, and, and Brails, cast your mind back to that last home game, the stands will be full again, they'll be heaving for it. Uh, it's a, it's a build-up like no other. Yeah, there's no doubt the fans will be turning up. We all know that as players, and we speak about it all during the week in our preparation, how we've got to turn up for the fans and, and get the job done for them. And uh, I remember last year uh, we had Manly up here at McDonald Jones and we're playing, playing for the silverware and, and we got that. And... I feel like there's a lot of similarities between last year and this year. You know, I think last year we were coming off the back of a couple couple tough losses and, yeah. and here we are again. So, um, yeah, it's a big game for us and, um, yeah, we're playing for our fans. Who, who could forget that night in 96, I think it was, Frank, when the Chief and Spud. Oh. I think it was 96. Um, it's Chief was meant to go off. They scored manly. Yep. I think the, the train comes, you're off, off Chief. Goes, no, no, I'm not off. Just said to, I think it was to Joey, kick it left. Just kick it left. I've got one left in me. And then that was it. And then he just, the big collision in front of 30-odd thousand people. It's, they're the things that, that really um, nail home the rivalry. And I think since then that was spoken about and then that brought into 97. So, yeah, the, the Chief and the rivalry with Manly um, is, you know, I think that's created a lot for, for that 97 victory. Our great mate Doogie as well. He accidentally stomped on Tooves' head. They're, they're, they're things that build it up. Like, you know, just in – it's not only the grand finals, is it? It's, it's a lot of those games, particularly here at our home ground. And Thursday night's another opportunity to bring some some more folklore in, into it. And another celebration, a milestone that we get to enjoy at a home game, which is always nice, Anari Tuala 50 nights games. Mate, this has been unbelievable. Other than being rested in one game last year, he's played them straight through – and he scored 26 tries in that time. That's quite phenomenal. Yeah, I couldn't believe it. When I think you spoke about it yesterday, I was like, I nearly fell off my chair. I didn't think he'd play that many nights games here. But, um, you know, he's, he's a little bit of a quiet achiever. And Ari doesn't say a whole lot around training, but 
Um, I'm always really confident when he's in the side that he's going to that he's going to finish off tries, um, be strong defensively, and yeah, he's just a quiet achiever. And um, yeah, we love him in our side. He's been a great addition to the club, Ben. Sure has. Like he came down here to to right a few wrongs. I think just for himself personally, I think he, he got out of uh, up there at Cairns. He's at the, at the Cowboys and. Um, he just wanted to come back down here or come down here just for a fresh start and he got a fresh start and he's been so low, like he's just low maintenance, you're reliable, you trust him, you know what he's going to do week in, week out and um, he got an opportunity and he's still here on the back of um, you know, just how consistent he is. He's just, you know that every time he gets a jersey, he's going to do what he does. Ted Elsa, now I call him the prince. Oh. He's got some, he's got some smooth, hasn't he? He's sexy. He's sexy. Yeah, sexy. Yeah. Do you find him sexy, bro? He's always got. <laughs> <laughs> Just, Danny does. <laughs> he's always got his hair done once a week. He's always very well, very well shaped um, facial hair. Yeah, he's a good sort. He is. Yeah. So Anari, enjoy your game. Uh, your fiftieth game at the Knights. You've been voted sexiest player by the Knights HQ. And browser's, browser's filthy. <laughs> He's actually filthy. He, he thought he should be number one. Yeah, I'm a bit of a prawn. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Not much of a now with those new pipes that you're working <laughs> no, on. Yeah. Do you have names for your arms? Do you talk, talk to them at all? Because dudes I used don't. to talk to his legs a lot. <laughs> I don't. What might we think of some? Yeah. We'll get Lil on soon. Was, She'll tell us what's. what's I was happened. watching him putting his uh, seatbelt on. When he got it, oh. he could, it took him a while to just get his ass. <laughs> <laughs> it, was, it was ridiculous. Like the Michelin man, he's just dragging across. And then, he, of course, he has to get across the big chest as well. <laughs> That's what I mean. Like like big was, boobs. It was and, tough. Yeah. It was actually part of his yeah, rehab. Yeah, totally. yeah. Hold on. <laughs> Boys, we could talk forever. That We do need to touch on the last couple of results. So, Beds, I'll start with you. How do you look back on the Panthers at Bathurst and then a tough road trip again last week against the Sharkies? Yeah, we, we got, we're just off in a few areas last week. Um, we... we we did think there was some cyclonic conditions coming through. Uh, the wind was a factor, there's no doubt, but we thought there was going to be a lot of rain. So we changed a few things, but um, I'm always looking for positives and different things that we can take out of games. But I thought the, the game against Penrith when we, we had 48 minutes with uh, 12 men, there's a lot of high-speed running. Uh, a lot of, from our GPS readings, a lot of high-speed running. So that can flatten out a few. So another short turnaround into the, the Sharks game. And just a few little areas like that were off, like a, a kick chase and just getting on the ball, which we're priding ourselves on. And those little scraps, which we're, we want to win all the time, um, they, just, they just weren't there a little bit at times against the Sharks. So we need to reset. Uh, we do have four days off after the after the uh, game here on Thursday, tomorrow night against Manly. And I'm sure the players will really appreciate that and look forward to uh, springing into the next five games. Always tough when we get beaten by the Sharks. Brails, did you have any phone calls coming through from the brother after the result last week? Not that brother. My youngest brother I did. <laughs> did you? Okay. Yeah, Taj. Taj got a bit lippy, uh, did he? He sent me the uh, the team song on oh. Instagram. <laughs> and I said, no, you fair dinkum. How many games have you played, Taj? <laughs> <laughs> so Taj is the younger brother and your yeah. other brother played hooker, yeah. of course. He's, he's in great form. Hey, he's a Blake. Yeah, yeah, Blake's playing really well. Yeah, he's playing really good footy. He's um happy. Oh, he's I've noticed he's really happy on and off the field, and yeah, I think it's shown the way he's playing footy and a lot of confidence. So um yeah, hurt me hurt me watching it last week. They're, they're um, all hookers, is that right? Tar's a hooker as well. Yeah, he is. Yeah. So when when you come up against Blake, you just send him out every now and then. It's like a tick. Man, did you send left a message tick round round twenty five? I think is it? Oh, yeah, circle, good, circle. You got McDonald Jones. That's what I love about Brails. Like most people, I nah, no, haven't even done. Even know when we play. He circled it. He's put it out there. He's put it up yeah. on the target and said, "I'm coming for you, Blake." It's, it's a great family rivalry. There's a lot of fun in that. You've always handled it well. Yeah, it is. We, we were obviously very supportive. We're very close. Very a tight knit family. And um, 
But yeah, we do have a little bit of banter here and there, especially coming in a coming in when we verse each other. Hey, Frank, I looked at um, Dan Gogo. Was he was mic'd up? Oh yes. Yeah, that was interesting. Was we, we organised to, for Gags to get mic'd up against the Sharks. I don't know if any of our listeners have, have seen it, but that was a tough night. It was it was just to hear the the contact in there, and you go, oh. I'd, I do that for a living. It's, yeah. it's pretty mental. It is crazy. So check out a little cameo on Benji's show on Monday night on Fox and also there's a bit of a snippet there. There's, there's, a, there's more of that coming on Fox. So, uh, yeah, the insights from broadcasters these days is quite amazing. And, yep, it was a tough night at the office for Gags. I love that in him too. He said, yeah, he was big and strong. They'd played together before at the Sh- yeah. South. Was South. that right? Yeah, so um, some really good insight there. Hey, uh, we're going to take a break on the other side of the break. Going to grill you for a fast five very quickly. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training. The all-new 2022 Knights Home and Away jerseys are on sale now. Head to shop.newcastleknights.com.au to secure yours now. Welcome back, Knights HQ. The only way to find out what's happening in the walls of the Newcastle Knights, brought to you by Maxwell Recruitment and Training for labour hire... Call Maxwell. All right, Brails. Yeah, this you've been grilled a few times in your life. This is a proper grilling. Uh, Benji's going to join in here. We're going to find out what your favourite things to do with a fast five. Fast five. Okay, so and we want it to be the first thing that comes to your head. And we want it to be something we can get out of you, something powerful. So you've been here a while now. You've settled into Merryweather. No surprise. <laughs> Straight to the beach. <laughs> favourite thing to do in Newcastle? Uh, Merryweather golf. Oh, the golf. When unhealthy. Right. At the moment, Lambton Dog Park. <laughs> you got a new dog? I've got a new dog, little Fred. He's a little uh, grudel. He's a pit bull in a poodle body. Um, <laughs> a bit like you. I'm over in the small, yeah. I'm over in the small pen at Lambton. It's all split in the small and big. Oh, this is fast five, but. No, uh, small, there's a small dog pen and a big dog pen, and he's oh. always in this, you know, just trying to socialise him a bit. So, so a while bit, I'm injured. A little bit like you in Harry's gym. You're in the small dog pen and Clem's in the big dog pen. That's pens. it. That's it. Uh, Favourite movie, Brails, and um, Dolph Lundgren's not allowed to be in this one. Okay, Dolph Lundgren, your idol, your mental. <laughs> you don't even know Dolph Lundgren. <laughs> hey, that one's gone straight over his head. That's, that's Rocky's one of Rocky's uh, opponents. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, ruck infringement, six to go. We'll just play. <laughs> Favourite movie? Um, uh, I don't mind um, Jerry Maguire. Yeah. Like Jerry Maguire, it's one of my favourite ones. I see Step- you, Jerry, Jerry. Yeah, yeah I like that. <laughs> yeah. We, we've got one of the characters out of Jerry Maguire works here at the Knights, Monique Maguire. Like she's like, you know, the one that counts when he goes. <laughs> Anything happening, Mon's with it. So I call her uh, <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah, Dorothy yeah. Boyd. So yep, yep. good movie, good show. Great, great movie. Uh, favourite team outside of the NRL? Uh, Baltimore Ravens. Ooh, I call right. it NFL. I like NFL. Um, Lamar Jackson. I don't know if you know Lamar yeah. Jackson. I hear you talking about it. There's a serious following in the Knights on this. Are you into this, Beds? Well, yeah, I, I do like American sport. And you, not as passionate as these boys. What's your team? Uh, Pittsburgh, Sister City, Pits, uh, Pittsburgh Steelers. Got it. Yep. Uh, oh, hang on, this will be loaded. Let's just put this. <laughs> Bedsy does own a brewery, so let's just be careful. <laughs> Steel, Steel City, yeah, that's right. <laughs> that's not my answer. There it is. Yes. Um, Favourite drink, um, and it can't be Milo. It was going to be that. Um, <laughs> I don't know. Um, favourite drink. What do you have down the dog park? Are you going to take away? A little latte. A little, La- little latte. A little latte. Yeah. I always get my coffees extra hot. Do you? Actually, it's a little thing I do. I always go. You're a bean hunter like I am. That just burns the beans, doesn't it? Yeah. Why extra hot? Oh, because otherwise I'd, I just guzzle it too quick. I like to be able to sip. <laughs> I like to sip. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> 
No, he's got some idiosyncrasies, this lad, hasn't he? Well, what about if an alcoholic drink? What would what would you have? Yeah, still city. Would you? Are you the pale ale or the lager or no, like all day? Yeah, lagers. Great Northerns, the last still city. A little slip there, a little yeah. slip. <laughs> <laughs> Editing. Yeah. Hey, who was your hero growing up? Uh, probably mum and dad. Yeah. Mum and dad probably are very close to my family. Um, yeah, yeah, mum and dad. Obviously, well, I watched Bedsy very closely when I started <laughs> – um, being a big blues fan, especially, um, watched Bedsy very closely and looked up to him and, um, Cam Smith as well. Um, with, with my game, watched a bit of another hooker. Um, but yeah, probably mum and dad is my heroes looked up to. Yeah. Because we've got a beautiful rig over here through Danny Badera. So I need to ask both of you this question. He has looked after himself for a 55 year old particularly well. Uh, we're going to wrap up with a health and fitness philosophy brought to you by Balance Collective. Beds, I'll go you first. Ooh, What's uh, our tip? Come on. Uh, debits and credits. Yes. Yes. I, I like if I put in something that shouldn't go in, something's got to go out. So um, a sweat, if I have a you know, few reds and mm. a few um, beverages and chocolates, brows, um, <laughs> I would like to do something the next day. What type of red would you be? Because your wife's from uh, the Barossa yes, area in Adelaide. Yes. Like you know that's the good stuff. Oh, it's a Pinot. Pinot. Oh, Pinot. Pinot. Yeah, yeah, I thought you'd be a Shiraz man yeah, for sure. No, okay. no, a lot of. Right. Yeah. Nice. I think the coach might like that one. Uh, what's your uh, f- uh, fitness philosophy brought to you by Balance Collective? Uh, health and fitness tip, probably um, maybe one that's been helping me with the mental side of things. Yep. Uh, first thing in the morning, uh, cold water immersion. So oh. whether it's down at the beach, going for a swim or um, – be a cold shower. I've been told it helps release endorphins or do something upstairs. That's great. Um, it has been helping me a lot, actually. It's like a good start of the day. That's excellent. I think the coaches are in the water every day, man, right through winter and everything, Adam. So you, you're not um, TikTok? Is I'm that, not, is that, is not your, your philosophy, like your fitness philosophy? Uh, I, I'll, I view on TikTok, I'll scroll okay. and have a look, right. but I will never post okay. and create, no. Yeah, you, you're one who does it vicariously, don't you? <laughs> now, let's be honest, your fitness tip should be keeping up with Lil, who is just an absolute, she's Jive Bunny. I think she could be Jive Bunny, Lil, your beautiful partner. I can't keep up. Can't keep up. No, she's uh, yeah, she's on the TikTok. She's for just for uh, for work purposes. She's um, working for a new company and they're trying to get their voice out there. And uh, part of that is creating some TikToks. And um, yeah, she's all over it. We love you, Lil. You're just outstanding, best. honestly. She's I've never been, not been to a company and felt energized. Yep. Yeah, she's like that very much. So. <laughs> but Betsy's a big fan here He's trying to stay within Because he knows he, And he's a massive TikTok man himself <laughs> I, I, I wouldn't even know How to tune into it hey, We've got to go Because this podcast Has now gone into um, It's gone through matinee Into a double closer Into a lot of things hey, Thank you so much uh, Brails for coming in It's always difficult To uh, open up When you're going through The House of Pain and Recovery But I hopefully You've had some fun today On the Nights HQ you. Thank you, boss. It's been Pleasure. really good to have uh, Bedsy in the house. Hey, folks, if you want to check out more, check out the website. You can do the whole back catalogue there. Remember, if you have got things that you'd like, and even shout-outs for fans, questions, whatever you like, media at newcastlenights.com.au. Remember to please subscribe, leave a review on Apple, Spotify, or wherever you get your podcasts. The website's always the best. Just be nice in those reviews, eh, because we've got some sensitive souls here, <laughs> particularly myself. Um, and don't forget to check out all the back catalogue and everything that's there. Look out for Level Up. There's some brilliant things happening behind the scenes, including 
and Jaden Braley's return and just to see what it takes to get on. Make sure you push, put your push notifications on so you don't miss anything that's coming to you soon. We thank our friends at Maxwell Recruitment and Training for bringing you this episode of the pod. Enjoy the nights. My last tip as we go, go get a membership because the house is going to be full at the McDonald Jones Stadium. You're better off getting your seat now. Lock in your seat so you don't end up disappointed watching the Mighty Knights go around. Thanks for listening. Knights HQ, the official podcast of the Newcastle Knights. Don't stop listening here. Listen to the entirety of Knights HQ Season 1 at newcastleknights.com.au and don't forget to rate and review wherever you listen.